Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Today, we want to talk about Jake Gensel because, yes, the Pittsburgh Penguins and Kyle Dubas have plenty of work to do this offseason. It never hurts to look into the future a little bit, especially when it's your leading scorer entering his final year of his current contract. So while, no, we don't have any idea of what Jake Kensel at this moment would want in his next, con- next contract, we do know that there's a comparable that has come out earlier this week. Jake Kensel is perhaps the most important player not named Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, or Chris Letang on the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's entering that last year of his contract. So, the Penguins are officially allowed to begin negotiating a new contract with the 28-year-old scorer. And like I mentioned before, the market has already been set. Thankfully for the Penguins, if they want to get this deal done now before the market changes, and it could change depending on how far the salary cap is bumped this offseason, they're going to want to do it following the move that happened earlier this week from the Montreal Canadiens. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the Canadiens signed Cole Caulfield to an eight-year extension worth $7.85 million per season. To me, Cole Caulfield is a pretty close comparison to what Jake Gensel is for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Both are the top left wings on their respective teams. Both are the top goal scorers on their respective teams. Both play the game a bit undersized. Cole Caulfield much more than Jake Gensel. Gensel is listed at 5'11". Cole Caulfield is listed at 5'7". But both do play a bit undersized. And both are very integral to their team's respective top power play units. The only key difference, and that's going to come into play when I talk about where the figures should start for Jake Gensel, the only key difference is Cole Caulfield is 22 years old right now. Jake Gensel is 28. That changes the term, which in turn will change the actual average annual value. But I think when you look at Cole Caulfield and you look at the contract that he was just given by Montreal... That is the perfect starting point for negotiations with Jake Gensel. Gensel's not going to get the eight years, right? That That is the maximum allowable under the CBA because he is with the Pittsburgh Penguins. But the Pens are not going to give Jake Gensel eight years because they don't want to put Jake Gensel under contract until he's 36 years old. That's just not good business. But the 7.85 million dollar average annual value that's a good place for negotiations to start when it comes to the actual salary cap Gensel's going to be 29 years old when he signs that next deal or when that next deal will kick in for him so I believe the Penguins are probably going to look for a four to five year contract extension leading him up to being 33 34 maybe even a six-year deal get him up to the age of 35, they're going to look to lock him up for the rest of his prime, right? He, he's heading towards the peak of his prime right now. 
he's going to start the decline in a couple of seasons. The Penguins are going to want to eat all of those years up of Jake Gensel. So a four to five year contract, I would imagine that gets the AAV to bump up. You're probably looking up at between eight and $8.5 million. So a five year, $8 million contract, 40 million over overall, that's probably around the range of what I expect for the Jake Gensel contract. If it's signed at some point before the salary cap and, and different contracts that are comparable are released, right? Because the whole premise of this conversation is Jake Gensel and Cole Caulfield are comparable players. In my eyes, that's that's what they are. Now, Cole Caulfield at the end of the day might end up being a better player than Jake Gensel is, but it's also different because he plays for the Montreal Canadiens, who are a team that for the past two seasons have finished in the bottom of the standings in the NHL. So, the question then becomes, is Jake Gensel worth a four-year, five-year, $8 million contract? He currently makes $6 million, so it would be a raise for Jake Gensel. But it wouldn't be in the 9 to $10 million range. I think that would just be crazy to think about paying a guy that, yeah, I will say this. I don't think his numbers would be quite as high if he wasn't playing with one of the greatest players of the generation. But who cares? Because as of right now, for the foreseeable future, he's going to be playing with the greatest player of the generation or one of the greatest players of the generation, no matter depending on who you ask. So, yeah, that does get factored in. Because it doesn't matter what he'd be like without him because he's going to be with him. And if he's great with him, that's all you need to know. At least for the next, what, Crosby has two more years on his contract. He's floated the idea out there that he wants to play three. We'll see what happens when his contract's actually up in a couple seasons. So that's five years right there. So for the majority of this hypothetical contract for Jake Gensel, for the majority of that time, he'd be playing alongside Sidney Crosby. So that shouldn't be as big of a factor. I still think he's 100% worth four to five years, eight to eight and a half million dollars. If you can get it on the lower end of that, great. If you can get it down at 7.85 or even less than that, that's just phenomenal for Kyle Dubas and the Penguins. Because Gensel has scored 30 or more goals in three of the past five seasons. And the two seasons that he didn't score 30 were shortened because of COVID. And guess what? He was already in the 20s. He probably would have scored close to or over 30 goals if those were full 82-game seasons. He's reached the 40-goal mark twice. He was the Penguins' leading scorer again this year for the second straight season. And he's had over a point per game in four of the last five seasons. He didn't this past season, but the previous four, he was over a point per game. Because of that, some people are saying, oh, Jake Gensel's a great trade trip. And I ask that is, why? Why why do you want to trade Jake Gensel? Most of what I'm seeing is because, well, his contract is expiring and a lot of teams would be interested. That's not enough of a reason to trade your top goal scorer over the past five seasons. And somebody that will likely be your top goal scorer for the next two or three. 
Do you truly believe? Because his contract is 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 expiring. Let's let's attack that angle first. Do you truly believe that he won't re-sign in Pittsburgh? Really? There is nobody on ice wise that I would consider Crosby Jr. Maybe Connor Bedard will have to wait and see what he's able to do with Chicago next year. Nobody on the ice is quote Crosby Jr. But off the ice Jake Gensel is the closest thing that we have ever seen to Sidney Crosby off the ice. He is a carbon copy, and of course, that's because the second he got into the league, he just followed what Sidney Crosby did the entire time. Why? Because clearly it worked for Crosby, and clearly it's been working for Jake Gensel as well. Shoot. Gensel might even take a hometown pay cut like the rest of the core has. Because Crosby, for his entire career, has been underpaid. Evgeny Malkin just took a pay cut last offseason. Chris Letang just took a pay cut last offseason. Brian Rust probably left money on the table last offseason. Ricard Raquel probably left money on the, on the table last offseason. Who's to say Jake Gensel won't leave money on the table next offseason? Or in his next contract? It'd be great if the Penguins could get this deal done this summer. That way, they don't have to wait for the salary cap to jump and then the number to have to go up. Who's to say he won't take that pay cut? I know it's not a guarantee. But if there's any team and there's any player on this team that would do it, I would imagine Jake Gensel is a pretty prime candidate for that. And I'll say this again because I've mentioned it so many times already. You don't trade Jake Gensel away because you simply don't trade away 40 goal scorers when you're trying to win a championship. In the comments on YouTube the other day, somebody said, yeah, remember James Neal? That's true. It was a different time. It's a different time entirely. You don't trade away Jake Gensel if you're trying to win a championship. Because who are you replacing him with right now? Mikhail Granlin? Danton Heinen, are you bringing him back and replacing him there? You're going to need to spend that money. And Jake Gensel has been, one, healthy for the majority of his career. He had the one shoulder injury that one year, and that was a, a fluke injury where, you know, say what you will, anybody's getting injured going into the boards at that speed, at that angle. And that was basically it. He is a durable player, despite being undersized. He scores at will. 30-goal seasons, 40-goal seasons, three of the past five years. He's been at least a 20-goal scorer for five straight seasons, and he's been over a point per game for four of the last five seasons. He wasn't this year, but he scored over 70 points this year. Why are you trying to trade away one of the Penguins' best players? Now, if you're imagining that the Penguins need to rebuild, I'll give that to you. If you're a rebuilding team, that's the first move you make. That is the first move you make. Hey, we have a player on an expiring deal. Send him out to be a mercenary. Get you yourself a first-round pick and a couple prospects, probably. First, a second, and a couple prospects. Whatever, whatever it ended up being. If you're trying to rebuild, that makes sense. The Penguins aren't trying to rebuild right now. They're trying to win a championship. So there is no chance. Even if Kyle Dubas goes into the media and says, you know, sometimes... 
Teams need a shock to their system. That's not going to be the shock to the system. If it is, it's going to be an interesting however long Kyle Dubas is signed for. Seven years? Six years? Whatever it is. You don't trade Jake Gensel. In fact, you sign Jake Gensel. And in my eyes, Cole Caulfield just laid the groundwork for the Pittsburgh Penguins to get to an extension with Jake Gensel. If they do it this year, it's going to save them money. Gensel probably knows that. His agent probably knows that. So that's what's going to make the, the negotiation a little bit more difficult. But we'll have to wait and see if that stone gets unturned this summer because there are, as I mentioned at the top of the show, plenty of other things for the Penguins to worry about. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys next time.